The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man? What they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that knob trying to figure trying out. To figure it doesn't out. matter who's the guest or what's the subject. Because they keep it 100 and them callers love it. Show got you tuned in, rave action like uh, a bad chick texting uh, what's happening. They ain't hit you at 5 o'clock news. Our host keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. Uh, they going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest with music and what's trending, that's basics. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. And you night with music and what's going on. And your neck of the woods like, hey, I'll roll on today. Like, feel it entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take it over, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. Debo, I don't care what you say. Biker Boys is a trash ass movie. It's nostalgia that's making you feel like it's good. It's not good. It wasn't good in 2003. I said what why I said. You, why you bringing Why you bringing group chat info into the show? Debo don't know nothing about this. Now you trying to make you trying to make me be a nigga. See, and I was trying to come on here and be diplomatic and shit, but fuck you, you light skinned motherfucker. Because let me tell you about this. Biker Boys is a good movie. I never said it was a great movie. Jimmy never said it was a great movie. See, see this nigga doing... See, this the type of nigga he do. He do take this behind the scenes shit, and he want to put it on the front screen. How about this? Biker Boys is a good black movie, nigga. You just don't like black movies. And I think it's because you like them. That's bullshit. I got plenty of black movies that I like. Well, is that? Diva, you've seen Biker Boys, haven't you? I have. Would you categorize Biker Boys as a good movie? I've seen it. <laughs> I, I saw it. I mean, is it? I mean, I was. Diva, the, come on, just. It's got a 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's no, it don't. One, it's, it's twenty-two. It's, it's twenty-two. No, that was the tomatoes. critics. You can't talk about the critics. Critics are ass. You got to talk well, about the niggas don't like it It's the movie that you watch once just to say you did, and it's then a good movie. I'm not saying you got to watch it seventeen times, but it's I mean, not a okay, bad so movie. What, it ain't what, terrible. I think it had the message meant well. I will say that because wasn't like a father son thing and the son it, it didn't want to listen. It was a father son listen. thing and the niggas didn't even know about it. First off, he lost his real father. I'm spoiling Biker Boys. It's 20 years old. Who cares? It's he lost years. his father. Correct. The right. man who he who raised him, who loved him, he lost him in a tragic accident. So right. as a young black man, he mentally going through it. Then you come find out halfway through the movie plot twist, his daddy is not his daddy. It's this nigga that he hate who was his daddy. What? So now <laughs> both of them gotta come to grips with, with in a bad movie a bond together. and just coming and just realizing that they need they family. That shit is a good movie. Lawrence Fishburne was doing his thing in that bitch. Vanessa Bell Calloway looking good as always. You know, now that you talk about it, okay, certain parts of it I like when it comes to that. I think if depending on what you're looking at it for, like for black men, I definitely think it was important just because 
you know, there's not enough emphasis on how important the fathers are in their lives. And no matter how old they get, they still need that. And so that's the problem in the community now is that the community has developed with the idea that fathers are uh, optional and they're not. So, you know, you know what, Debo, you know, maybe, maybe we need it's, to rerun I think that. you need to take another look at it and just I, really absorb the plot. Because, like, I, even at the end of the movie, Lawrence Fishburne had a choice to let, to win the match or to let his son get his shine on. That nigga eased up off the fucking brakes so that the man that his son could be, he saw the potential and he let him win. That, that's just, it's just a good story. Then he rolled I off mean, his sunset. I, I will correct you there. See, I don't need to watch it again, but I do think <laughs> that we should explore that with other young black men and they should watch the movie. It's a good I, movie. I'm not I'm not advocating <laughs> that it's a great movie. I'm not advocating yeah. that it's in the top 50 of black movies. But it's a no, good movie. Sometimes it. a good um, movie could just be all right. It's a good movie. I, I will agree with you. I don't think it's horrible. I think the message was good and I think it's needed. So for that reason, I don't hate the movie. Good movie. It's not great, yeah. but it's a good movie. I never saw Fisher doing this in thing. the hood, so I guess there's that. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? What did you just say? Listen, Devo, we're not going to. I'm not repeating it. You heard me. I oh. never watched it. Next segment. Come on. Because <laughs> I will not be on camera beefing with Diva. That's not going to happen. But I'm, I'm just not going. I'm going to just pretend I ain't here. I, just, I ain't here. I just, wanna, I I just want to point out. I just want to point out that this is not the first time that something like this has happened before. And it probably won't be the last. Cut me just deep saying. on that one, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. But then again, she also said she don't like fried chicken. So, you know, I don't know what I don't know where me and Diva stand. You know what I'm saying? Either we rocking all the way or we opposite. I don't get it. I think you'll find my opposition intriguing, unfortunately. It's, it's definitely um, worth discussion. I tell you that. What she's trying to tell you is, is that she's going to tap dance on your nerves and force you in a way to like her at the fact that she's tap dancing on your nerves. That's wild, bro. It's been 15 <laughs> years of me dealing with this shit. Okay? That's a wild statement. I mean, if you want to talk about just, well, I mean, since we're going to put it out there, uh, Color Purple not good. I said it. Color Purple's not good. It's not a good movie. I mean, I could see from a man's point of view how they would not be interested in the color purple. Wait, I don't. Wait, Diva, color purple? That's one of like the all time classic movies. Yeah, for you niggas. What? I'm not. I'm not. I'm what not. about that's this? A nigger I, movie. That's not. That's, I, that's nigger I time. I don't need once. it. I, don't, I watched it once. I don't need to see it again. Do I think it's, it's a horrible it's, movie? No, but it's not. It's very impressive. I don't want to watch it again. But It's, it's nigger time. And you know, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life. I don't need that. I you, never saw you, Roots. See these shit. I don't need all this shit. Oh my god! I haven't seen majority of the black classic. I haven't seen Roots either. I mean, some stuff I just don't want to watch. Like I so get it, but different because that's like a a a, a week long movie. And I don't know anybody that has set through Roots just a whole, a, like, I think it's like six hours, eight hours straight. That's crazy. I mean, they they would show it in school every now and again where, you know, 
Oh now, God. now I went to our Caucasian school. They ain't never show that. Child. Right. They would show it on TV. Like, I don't know about everybody else, but I know in Atlanta, when I was younger, Roots would be like the, during Black History Month, that third week Ooh, of Black History Month, yes. they would show it all on TV. And like, my mom and daddy was was the raggedy ass mom and daddy. Y'all go sit down and watch this. <laughs> I'm watching this shit. Fuck is you talking about? Like, my parents never like made me watch it. Whipped. Fuck is we doing? I don't think I don't know if my parents ever really watch it. Um, most people watch it and they be like mad for months afterwards. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah, I don't have to do that. Yeah, there's several movies I won't watch. I I have never seen Passions of the Christ. I don't need to see that. I mean, you know how it ends. Yeah, <laughs> that part. I mean, I think no, I saw parts of it, but it was so long. Like. I did watch it once, and that was enough. Ooh, like what's that Will Smith movie where he was like by himself, and it was the end of the world? I am Legend. Yes, I watched that once. Never again. This could be the I watch once segment. You are now listening to the radio show. I, I guess I'll go next while we wait on him. This is kind of. This is like low-key motivational, so y'all just stay with me, okay? Okay. Y'all ever had somebody that, like, wanted you to fail? Like, just didn't want to see you be successful? Mm. And then you kept grinding and kept grinding and doing what you had to do, and then you made it where you wanted to go? And you kind of just got to turn around and kind of show off, like, hey, I did this. You doubted me. You know what I'm saying? Well, that happened to me, you know? I had a struggling fantasy football team, you know what I'm saying? Oh I, God, I thought this was real life. <laughs> this is real and, life. I'm sorry, I apologize, but continue. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, so we have been having various chats going on. We got two. First off, people, I want to say we got way too many group chats going on. We got like an IG chat. We got like this chat for this and that. We just all over the place. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... I'm hearing a lot of stuff from a lot of my friends that's out here in this dating pool that just, they're not having a good time, man. And everyone <laughs> that I talk to is just outdone with what's out there. And I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I've been out the game for a long time, so I don't know what's going on with that, but I just hear some of the same complaints from people. I mean, what, what, I, I can't talk to you about it, Debo, cause you ain't, you know, you ain't out here. You spoken for mm. sort of. Am I <laughs> oh, ladies? Don't listen to Sick Pete. You go, you can go I ahead mean, and direct any messages to your boy. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, single till married. I, I can so. talk to some friends, I can have some friends. You feel me? Though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I mean, at your own risk, ladies, unless you like in your car key. I'm just saying, I don't know. Don't worry about it. You ain't got to worry about all that. We going to Uber. You feel me? We going to oh, Uber. No, <laughs> no, but seriously, I am, I am definitely I am definitely so far out of the game. I cannot do. I can't even imagine like trying to go to like I, I don't even know where people go to meet women anymore. It's crazy. To the supermarket? Laundromat? I don't, I don't know. Nail salon? I don't know. I don't know because I've been hearing this complaint from and this comes from girls and guys when we're having a conversation is that there are some people who you can chat with them, you can have a text conversation, but when it comes to having 
face-to-face -face interaction and conversation they just lost they got nothing to bring to the table and nothing to talk about and i'm like how is that possible is it possible that you can fully immerse your personality into a text message conversation but you can't talk to them when they're in front of you diva has that happened to you before where you were in, you know engaged in a good conversation with somebody via you know social media text messages y'all meet each other in person and it's like talking to a wall yes absolutely um I despise online dating for that one reason. Um, I've had the best conversations with gentlemen. And then like, once we actually meet in person, it's so awkward. It's like, we have three hour conversations and then get in person. And then like, it, it is rough. So rough. It's like, okay, bye. Like, it's just really weird. I think that in this age, right. Um, I have better connections when I meet men in person than online. So I just stop online dating altogether because I'm really just more of an organic, natural person. I just feel like the chemistry, like how you feel when you see someone, you make eye contact. And then like, you know, it's just, it's just a whole different vibe. I feel like when people date online, sometimes if they're not super serious, they're extremely, um, how do you say, uh, easy to distract so you're talking to them in this one moment it's like really easy not to commit to really trying to get to know the person like they're on to the next person the new people on the app and then they come back two weeks later you don't remember who they are but they're just trying to pick up i think they feel like people online are dispensable so the effort to me is just lackluster honestly um and then they lie a lot online and so it's hard to lie like that in person that's the easiest way I can put it to you. And that's why it doesn't really go anywhere in person sometimes because, you know, it's kind of like, how do you say liquid courage? I would call it keyboard courage. Mm. Simple as that. So I, I can like understand that. Do you, have, do you feel like some people have unrealistic expectations of what they're looking for yes. in, in a relationship? Yes, I do. I think people have this is what my experience is. I feel like men don't really understand women and women really don't understand men. Um, I feel like families and parents never talk to their kids about relationships or how to be in relationships uh, past like the super basics of like the birds and the bees and you know, whatever. They have no skill sets. So then like you're out here just trying to figure it out. And so me being a person who's super aware and like, I know the difference between a lot of things. I find that women have very unrealistic expectations for men and men have very unrealistic expectations for women. So what people do is as soon as you don't check one or two things, they bounce on to the next person. Yeah. I have noticed that, that, that we don't have any um, relationships like our grandparents had where they'd be married for 30, 45 years because somebody do one thing and they just ready to just end the whole like we just end the whole relationship we don't talk about it you know right. we just i think people just don't i think people now and when i say people I mean young folks they're not willing to compromise i think that women and men have these preconceived like list in the head of my mate has to have all of these things and checking off everything off the list where if they don't make this amount of money, if they don't look like this, if they don't work out like this, if they don't have this type of job, if they don't want to do this, 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 then this is not going to work out. And I don't think that people, our grandparents, for that matter, um, 
I don't think that that was what ruled them. Ruled them. I think they fell in love and they, and they stayed in love. Now, keep in mind, um, and I know this people don't want to hear this. Our grandparents were some cheating ass bastards. Okay, let's just let's just be honest about it. Our granddaddies had multiple families. Our grandmamas was fucking the neighbor. Your the your cousins. You you grew up with your neighbor and he was your best friend. And guess what? Y'all end up being brother and sister. That shit was a a (laughs) rampant back then. So let's not act like it was all peaches and and peaches and herbs, they say. Um, But I do think that people older generations were more willing to stick it out even through the tough times and just say okay well, we're just gonna make it through whereas now people are like well i'm not putting up with that bullshit that my grandma put up with my granddaddy come home at four in the morning with a uh, women uh lipstick all on his fucking neck and collar that's fucking crazy i'm not doing that shit and so that's why they willing to bounce i mean but the times okay so let's just call a spade a spade a lot of times your granddaddy got shot, stabbed, and other things that nobody ever spoke about, but they all know it because he was tipping in that house. You feel me? So it's not like grandma stayed, but she got to get back. See, you got to, I would call it like when guys want these traditional relationships and they think that grandmamas just took a lot of crap. You got to be in the kitchen with the women folk when the women folk talk about what really happened. See, the men aren't privy to that. Mm. But I do But I do want to go back to what you were talking about. Not only do I think people don't compromise, honestly, one, people don't know how to communicate. So they don't know how to even communicate their feelings or expectations. And two, a lot of people are not compatible. They just mm. like each other. But when you start really getting into the nitty gritty, most people don't really have the conversations they need to have when they're dating. Most people, relationships go like this. They meet each other. They like each other. They start having sex. They start eating and watching TV. That's the number three things that people do. So at this point, they're three, four years in. Maybe they get married. And now here comes life. Now you realize this person doesn't want kids. Now you realize this person has childhood trauma. Now you realize this person has a commitment phobia. They don't really ever want to get married. You Now you realize this person really don't even effing like you. Now you realize mm-hmm. this person has a baby somewhere else they didn't tell you about because like nobody focuses on like these things before because everybody's chasing comfort, a title, a marriage or whatever. And so they just want to be with somebody and it's not until afterwards that they even start exploring all this stuff they should have been dating. That's how and that's why a lot of people keep rotating so quick and then they feel like people are dispensable and they can do better. They can do better. So they don't even really give these relationships a chance. You you had said mm-hmm. you had said something that was like a key word in there that I you know we might have discussed this before mm-hmm. I think around the time that Cam Newton was talking whatever that was he was talking but when you say they want a traditional relationship mm-hmm. like what exactly does that mean because I'm gonna tell you personally I don't like the fact that we assign life skills to certain genders like everybody should be able to know how to cook everybody should be able to know how to clean and all this other stuff and we just assign these to women like all right get your ass in there and cook my dinner and all that stuff when we should be capable of that too. So when you say traditional relationship, like what does that speak to? Mm-hmm. Well, 
A lot of times I find that men who use that rhetoric, because it's only some men who use that rhetoric rhetoric about having a traditional wife, having, I mean, for some of these men who speak this way, they're looking for a woman who's willing to stay at home, allow them to work, and she's willing to live on whatever level of income that man is providing without really any pushback. And she wants to give him the freedom to move about. So they just really want the appearance of a woman who stays at home, raises the kids, is loyal, and some fictitious stuff. Um, but these men are actually never really traditional in the sense. You know, somebody like Cam Newton wants, or we'll talk about a traditional wife. Nothing about him is traditional. These men out here throwing babies left and right, not offering marriage, not offering to even financially support a whole household. Nothing about what they're doing is traditional, but they want a woman to be quote unquote submissive and traditional and to follow their latitude, but their leadership sucks. That's why women don't want to follow it because it's not good. The whole submission thing and leadership and following a man, like if you're a good leader as a woman, like we don't even think about it. We'll just follow because we trust but they want to demand that without realizing that it's because you're not good at it, but that's her fault. She should leave, but she usually stay. You know what I'm saying? So, so the this reason is a, if this you're is struggling, my, problem. my yeah. problem is, and I, I guess this, this is only for me. I can't speak for every black man, right? Yeah. Why do I want to lead you? I'm not looking to be your boss. I'm not looking to be your leader. I'm looking for a partner. I'm looking for somebody that's going to walk beside me and we're going to walk through shit together. I don't want to lead you through shit. But like, I think that's where people get shit wrong. Whereas, well, I'm the leader and she's got to submit to me. No, 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 nigga. She ain't got to submit to shit. She can choose to submit to you on some things and you could choose to submit to her on some things. Exactly. Like, I think it's, this is my yep. thing. People, it's, 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 it should be, it should be equal. It should be a, a, a equal thing. I saw TikTok not too long nice. ago. Where mm -hmm. this lady was explaining how the dynamic of her relationship, where um, someday her and her husband they come together at the end of the day, and they tell each other whatever uh, the conversation yeah, like was mm -hmm. of how much they effort they can put into it. So some days he be at fifty, or some days she's at twenty five, and some days mm -hmm. she can pick up the slack. Some days he can't, and if they can't pick up the slack, they have a discussion. If like he's at twenty five and she's at fifteen, they have a discussion on how to get the rest of the 50% to make yes. sure that they're kind and gentle to each other. That's how it should be. Yeah, that's real. Be, that's we're right. both in this together. And I think of that, course. especially when you call, talk about younger folks, they are mm -hmm. so hung up on titles that yes. people run and jumping in. Now I'm a wife. Okay, well, what does that mean? Yes. I, I don't want to put my friend, I got a friend that I used to work with that I was having this conversation with maybe a week or a half ago. And she got married during the pandemic to this guy that she had only met for like six months. She has a daughter, he has a son. So they now they they living together. They've been together for like two two years or something like that. And she just stopped fucking him. She just doesn't want to have sex. She's tired. They work. He works. She works. She's tired. So she just doesn't want to have sex. It's not that the sex, his sex ain't good. She just doesn't want to. And she thinks that he's being unreasonable saying that you sold me a dream. I said, well, you did sell him a dream. You was yeah. fucking him like crazy when you was first dating. 
And then you got the ring, you got you moved in together, y'all got the house, and now a year later you just switched it up. I'm not saying you gotta fuck the man every day, but you fucking that man twice a month. That is crazy. Twice a month? Twice a month. It's crazy. And it's so, like so, what's the point? What's the point? Like but, you want yeah. your man, you want to send your man out here in these streets in the city of Atlanta. <laughs> when the women outweigh the men, what is it? Two to one, three to one now? It's three to one. It's three to one. Wow, yeah. And he is a manager at a call center. Oh, a call the center. Number is one just like, job for men and women I mean, is call center. I mean, <laughs> all three of us have worked in a call center. Y'all know how it is. It's right. like indiscretions that's going on right now as we speak at a call center. <laughs> and you want to send him out there. With no ass at a call center? I mean, so a call center. You inviting I mean, him to step out. Like, I'm not saying yeah. that you have to have sex with him all the time, but it's like men and women do shit like this where you were yes. this way when you got them, and as soon as you got what you wanted, it was like you switched it up. Men tend to do it when they want to get some new pussy, and women yeah. tend to do it after they get that ring. And it's like, yes. Why you think your marriage is in trouble? I think people have to understand and see, I feel like sometimes in relationships, I will speak for women as a woman because I get to have these conversations with women and I've had these conversations with a couple of married women. Um, F around and find out, right? Because we're dealing with a whole new breed of women who they want your husband more because he's a husband, okay? Second of all, I think married women some of them and i'm just speaking as a single woman because this is what i experience have an air about them once the ones who are ring driven and title driven i'm just speaking to those they have an air about them whereas they get very cocky and they get very comfortable like they husband ain't ever finna look at another woman you see what i'm saying so i can understand a woman being tired I can understand her saying, listen, I'm overworked or whatever. But that's when y'all got to come together and have a conversation and say, okay, how can we address this issue? I got a friend who's married. She has a meal delivery service now. And she also has, uh, they have housekeeping like twice a month. So when they have this, this frees her up and her husband up. They don't have to do it. So now they have more family time. They have more time together. They don't have to stress about who's going to go to the grocery store and buy all this food and who's going to do this. This You got to do something about it. You just don't get to keep saying, I'm tired and you don't want to do it. So if whatever it is, emotional, disconnective connection or whatever, you need to fix it instead of just dragging on because, you know, somebody else is waiting to um, help him out. Okay. Fuck your man. They willing to fuck your man, bro. There's yeah. women that are literally like, oh, my boyfriend is married. <laughs> what? <laughs> my boyfriend is married, and I see him every weekend. And they are content I, with that shit. They consent with a third of a man, bro. Just a third of a I, relationship. And that's I it. have <laughs> ran into women who, the first time I heard a chick say that, it blew my mind, right? I was with my homegirl, and we was at Ikea on some random humbug. She runs into this girl she used to know. And this girl literally was in a triangle situation where she said, my boyfriend is married and um, his wife knows about it. 
and um, I have my days, and she has hers. That dick must be gold, Shawty. Because <laughs> this is banging that, that beat, dog. And, and my view, right there. God damn. And, and, and let's be clear. She was probably in her early 30s. This guy is every bit in his 50s. Yeah, oh, see? And she in her sexual peak, nigga. That's crazy, dog. That nigga not that. What's that nigga name? I need to learn some. I need to learn from him. He also probably spending them ends too. So that's, that's the next probably true too. That part. I'm a broke nigga, so you know, don't worry about it, women. If you hooking up with me, <laughs> I ain't paying for shit. <laughs> I can't pay for a motherfucking thing. Don't come to Debo with that shit, though. I, I, believe, I believe there was this uh, great Negro poet went by the name of a rapper named Mac Ten who said, and I quote: "Look, girl." Stop acting like you gotta have the Hilton. It's a bed in a building. That's what he said. Because <laughs> you finna get this goddamn uh, Ramada <laughs> in. You finna get this red roof in. You can you get that. That's what you gonna get. You not getting no expensive plate. But oh my god! I, I don't know, dude. I just when whenever I hear that that term in relationships, and I hear about submission. I feel like people always get the definition of what submission really is. It doesn't mean that, mm -hmm. you know, when the dude come through the door, you need to have his pipe and slippers and shit. So it goes both ways. Debo was yeah. spot on with that because if my wife comes to me and she's talking to me and she's adamant about something, I don't just have to overrule her. I'm the man. That, if she feels strongly about something, it's on me in this relationship to listen to what she's saying and take, take that into consideration and to, in some cases, follow what she's talking about if she feels strongly mm -hmm. about it. It's nothing not masculine about following the person that you love when they feel strongly about something. And I feel like society has that twisted where it's like, it's all about the man, it's what he says. And sometimes they got, okay, Debo, I'm sure you call it's a lot of dumb ass niggas out here who don't need to be followed by anybody at any point in time. Especially oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. especially if, in if, relationship. If there's a man who's constantly obsessed with this issue relationship after relationship or interaction with woman after interaction with woman i implore you to look at how you deal with women um one submission goes both ways two if you're constantly getting pulled back that means it's something about you that does that person doesn't trust you fully to follow what you're saying so that's what it really is I think that people who are insecure, especially dudes that talk about this, who are insecure and having this issue, um, they never really learned about relationships and they pretty much learned it from the wrong people and mostly on the internet. So there, a lot of these people, when they talk about relationships, it's not from genuine experience of what they learned naturally. It's always, they got it from somewhere else and they just totally take it out of context and they start misusing it all the time. That's why it doesn't make any sense. So it's it's not a, I mean, submission is not a, like a conscious thing. Like if you submit to your partner in that moment, it's an emotional connection that allows you to do it. You're not really thinking about it. You just do it because you trust them. And so you're going to follow their judgment in this moment, whether it's your wife or husband, you know, either way in that moment, you're like, okay. I know my partner has my best interest at heart. I actually think what they're saying sounds good. So I'm going to, I'm going to follow. I agree. You know what I mean? It's not, yeah. it's not a thought. It's an emotion. It just happens naturally. I think a lot of problems come from people 
especially these 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 people on the internet taking advice from the wrong people. Yes. Uh, I know yeah. for a fact that women, like if you go on Twitter, you will see whole posts of like thousands and upon thousands of comments just dragging niggas, right? Mm-hmm. You will see Instagram posts, you will see TikToks just dragging niggas. And then you'll see posts of men just dogging out a woman saying they ain't paying for shit. I'm not you looking for a daddy. Women saying you looking for a mama. Really, what is the problem is is I think everybody's taking advice from their own sex. And you should. I think mm-hmm. taking I mean you can learn some things from a woman. A woman can learn some things from a married woman. And I understand that. But if you want to know about dating, you should talk to a man. Like some of the best yes. advice I've ever given is to my female friends. Because I'm not gonna ship them. I'm gonna let them know. Oh, that nigga just wanna fuck. Oh, that nigga wanted to do this. Thank you. Women, uh, uh, your male friend or your male best friend or your bestie, whatever you want to call it, he not going to steer you wrong when you ask him for help. And it's like, you know when men, me men, if you ask a, a female, they're going to yes. tell you what this woman is doing. Oh, she's just trying to get, she's just trying to get a free meal out of you. Oh, she just, she don't really like you. Oh, she, you know, yes. I think we listen too much to our own sex too much. But you know why? We miss the actual real information. But you know why? You want to know why? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm intrigued. What, like, all of us have the luxury of understanding how to have respectful um, friendships with the opposite sex, right? Mm. We're we're rare, right? So some of my best friends are men. And me and 16 have been friends for years, like, with full, total respect, right? Wow. Majority of people out here are incapable of having respectful boundary driven relationships with the opposite sex. They always F it up and they ruin it because they have no discipline. So then they get in relationships and then you've got their partners telling them, I don't want you having female friends. I don't want you having male friends. So the only thing they can do and the only thing that adults get conditioned to do is to associate with the same sex. So now you're cut off from having an unbiased opinion on what you're going through. There's times I'll hit my homeboy and say, hey, what you think about this? And he'll say, "Okay, yeah, you have a good point. Um, How are you going to present it? And then I'll I'll tell him kind of like what I'm thinking. And he'll say, you know what? I agree with everything you're saying. He said, but because of how men think, you should insert this word instead of that word. That'll make it way more receptive. Because if you use this word, then he's going to be defensive. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, that's really Mm -hmm. important to learn. But like when you've got a bunch of cackling women only talking to other cackling women who don't have any real remember i said in the beginning like men don't understand women and women don't understand men if you're dealing with a bunch of people who don't understand the opposite sex like you're constantly going to hit the wall i I also think that niggas and women for that matter um are Trifling, <laughs> just for like a absolutely because absolutely niggas will, and I'm not even gonna say niggas. I am a nigga, and I have I've done <laughs> this in the past where I have been in a, a a friendship with a woman that I'm completely attracted to, and I'm completely waiting on my chance to get that pussy. And as soon as she slips, <laughs> I'm gonna jump in. <laughs> I'm that creep ass nigga. 
my baby mama is my baby mama is is one of those women. You know what I'm saying? I was friends with her for years, and the minute she she slipped up, I hopped on that pussy dog, and I gave her a baby because that's mine. Anyways, um, Devo, he's a gym, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, these are oh facts, but. To my true female friends, then they know who they are. When I talk to you like you a nigga, that means yes. I'm truly your friend. And I think yes. that's where men and women fuck up because women do the same shit. Like I know women yes. right now that's scheming yes. on a male bestie that don't look oh at them God. like that, Absolutely. and they just waiting to give them that pussy. And like they give them bad like advice mm -hmm. in the hopes that they could jump on. And that's yes. the problem. I feel like if yeah. we knew this telltale signs of what's true friendship versus what's not, then we could obviously all be in a better place. But because you got yeah. these snake in the grass, i.e. me. Um, <laughs> just really out here admitting that shit. He's like, wait, I, I don't give me. a fuck. Fuck these people. What did they go say to me? Y'all gonna come to me? No, that's Debo. I'm gonna do it. This is exactly it. why we have him on the show because he's gonna be this yes. interesting. I'm going to be real and honest with you. Niggas is going to nigga. And I tell yes. my, listen, every woman in my family, my sister, my cousin, uh, every single one of them, they know. I had the whole conversation with them. Listen, a nigga going to do this when he really want to be about you. If a nigga ain't about you, then don't, don't fuck with him. And I tell all my female friends that shit too. And it's, it's, it's you can, you know when a man is truly your friend versus when a man isn't and vice versa. Yes. Man. You know, when a woman is truly down for you and when a woman ain't mm -hmm. and like y'all confuse the two so often yes. because you want to be confused. If you truly yes. looking and, and, and got your eyes wide open, you can tell the difference. You can tell mm -hmm. oh, she's just trying to get some dick. I can get, I can get that when I want. You know what I'm exactly. saying? It's the same thing for women. No, but Diva was right with that because she and I both have been in like crisis situations when it comes to needing a unbiased opinion where it's like, yo, I know where I can get this from. I know I can talk to Diva about it. And she knows she can talk to me. I mean, full transparency, we both had situations where we call the other one. It's like, look, I know you finna give it to me 100% and had the ability to call each other out when they were wrong. But also it's one of these things where you can speak about that and you don't have to worry about me trying to be, you know, prey on your emotions. Like, Oh, you feeling bad? That nigga ain't doing you right. Well, shit, what's up then? You know, come on, like, let's talk, man. I got a bottle yeah, of wine. About it. I just picked yeah. up a bottle but, of wine. I know you like wine. Come on over. We can talk about it. We can watch a movie, order some pizza. But and you just know kick what? It. This, 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 this is how you know, like to me, in my experience, this is how you know that person is like your friend for real. One, when you upset, that person usually will help you calm down, but also redirect you to talk to your partner. Two, I may side with you because you're my friend as far as my empathy, but I'm still not going to, I may talk about your partner's actions, but I'm not going to criticize or insult them as a person. And so a lot of times we could have a conversation, but I'm never going to be disrespectful of your partner and be like, oh yeah, I knew that when, you know, I'm never going to pop off like that and be disrespectful. Cause I understand like you love that person. You have feelings for them. This may pass. And like, I'm not, I'm also not going to try to sabotage it either. If you realize that your quote unquote friend is like quick to sabotage, you're always quick to tell you to leave that person, always quick to do all that stuff. They 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 definitely um they definitely platinum on you. 
I think you know. it's, it's, that's a thin line, though, because sometimes a friend might see that this person is truly bad for you because love blinds us. Right. And I've been yes. in. Re- I give you a perfect example. Um, I was working for this company, Comcast. Right. I was working for Comcast and mm-hmm. I was dating this chick who was a clear alcoholic. <laughs> she was a clear alcoholic. OK. I, Deanna Purdy. Nigga, you were a clear alcoholic. Yeah, I called you out, ho. Okay. You was an alcoholic and a felon. Let me tell you, yeah, I don't give a shit. She, this <laughs> nigga had done some drunk driving shit, and her daddy just so happened to be a big wig in the county that she lived in. And he actually ended up giving her parole. They did this new work release shit for her where she was going to jail on the weekends where she had to be in jail for like four months. On Saturday and Sunday, they would let her out on Sunday evening. I was dropping this hoe off at jail, bro. This bitch was toxic. She was trash. And I had a female friend at the time. And my boss, too. She was. They were telling me, man, you got to let this hoe go. She is not right for you. And I was not listening to these two women, bro. I wasn't. I wasn't. Long story short, the whole, I went to go and pick the hoe up from jail. She wasn't there. I kept calling. Come to find out some other nigga that she had picked up. And she was off in a hotel fucking him because this nigga bought her a fifth of gin. You alcoholic bitch. Damn. Damn, I don't know what's crazy about you that story. You me much, for a fifth of fucking gin, bitch. I'm, I, I'm trying to figure out like how much of that I have to cut. No, you can cut none of that shit. You can leave it all in because I don't give a fuck. No, leave it bleep, in. Listen, bleep the name. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can if you want to. That's more work for you. I don't care. I wouldn't have said the name if I didn't care. But let me just tell you nah. this: she, she cheated on me for a fifth of gin, and you know what I did? <laughs> I called a probation officer and made them do a uh, test on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You went back to jail because of me. Because of me. Because I'm petty. You did. <laughs> I don't have road rage. I just don't like when people get in the left lane and do the speed limit. Nigga, if you're going to get in this lane, you got to accept the risk that you could potentially get a ticket. <laughs> That's what this lane is for. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. You are now listening to the radio show. Radio station I work for is privately owned, so we're not really uh, held to the standard of, you know, the censorship that most people are. Um, Right, okay. However, um, my mom is listening and my dad, they're listening. So, and my kids and, you know, some of the people that I work with are listening. So I kind of have to censor myself in that way. You know, every now and again, you know, Jersey will slip up or ATL, ho, I'm sorry, will slip out. You know, it just depends on a mixture of the two. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Playing only the best music in the world. This is your number one radio station. You are now listening to the radio show. Flex, getting through the bag, my own money, yeah. and I'll be, I'll be, I'll be 
on my ex Flexing on my ex Thinking that I lost you, boy, you lost your mind Went from boys to men and now I'm doing fine Black your number, so don't try to call my line Get your ass some business, set of mind to mind And I know you mad, your bitch ain't bad as me Looking at that billboard, know you mad to see And all that cheating shit got you deleted quick Realizing how much I never needed it Pull up, hop out, with my partner Diamonds, dripping, heels, voila Pull up, hop out, with my partner Diamonds, dripping, heels I be, I be, I be flexing on my ex Sitting on the gram, every picture flex Getting through the bag, my own money, yeah And I be, I be, I be flexing on my ex Got my groove back, couldn't wait to excel I got far away from you, yeah, I had to excel And that shit you did to me didn't make you a player If you disappeared today, I wouldn't even care Listening to the radio show ATL. Tearing in my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing in my back. 
She know how to act Oh boy, Gully or Mr. Cohiba Slid off the Remy, I don't even need a reason Tryna smack it out the park So you know I'm batting clean up You saying Remy and Henny Now drink up Cerebral on a flight Cause the weed was some creeper Pretty lady at the bar And I'm checking out her features Dipples in her face Got some dimples in her butt The M bar, we in public And I'm like, can I touch it? Is she a vibe? I'm a vibe We a vibe, but Take another shot I'm tryna see your other side mm. Taste Bacardi, we came to party to the club up like Joker and Harley. About three gallons in, can I get this pint in? I smoke, I drink, I pray, I sin. I drink, I smoke, then do it all again. About four gallons in, can I get this pint in? Tiger, tiger, claw staring at my back. She tearing at my back. She's a tiger, tiger, claw staring at my back. She tearing at my back. She's a tiger, tiger, claw staring at my back. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Troubles out of the park, I'm Mick Mantle. And 
switch channels from CNN to see the top news story right out of my front window. Shoot a nigga, kill a nigga, head on a mantle. Firearm ready, do or die, I'm a man too. Quiet storm, machete, and palm set the handle. Any crab grass in the garden getting canceled. A threat to one is a threat to all. And I ain't waiting by the toilet for shit to fall. Mouth open, we just about broken. But I doubt hoping we'll get it done. I need my sons to be outspoken. favorite podcast this is your favorite podcast this is your favorite podcast
You are now listening to the radio show. And I have not cooked that shit well done, and it was excellent. Let me tell you, let me just put this to you like this here. Somebody, you know, I go out somewhere and I order myself well done, and they come back, it's got a line of pink of it. The whole table may just get turned over. Cook it all the way. There you go. You're going to have your wife in the back. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. We're a little short this week, but that's okay. No easy, no one got to go this week. And we don't have any inventive game like what Christian had where he had the which album on the island. We ain't got none of that. So we're going to go to the tried and true random. It's the, you know, this is the the segment where you could take the show where you want to go. You could be ATL Diva for a segment and do whatever it is you want to do, however you want to do it. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. That's what random is about. ATL Diva, since this is what you do all the time, what do you randomly have on your mind this week? It's too hot and humid in Atlanta. Like, well, you know what? Hold up. Okay. Maybe I, you know what? I just tapped into like a channel of my rant. Listen, I'm calling all of y'all to come get y'all little Negroes that don't know how to drive and acting a fool. Please, somebody come. Like, okay. Every time I'm on Instagram, there is a high speed car chase. Y'all cannot outdo Georgia State Patrol. GSP is about that life. They are crazy as y'all. Please have some patience, drivers. Y'all want to do 100 miles everywhere. It's not conducive to do 100 miles everywhere. Y'all aren't even good at it. Y'all keep having accidents and flipping cars. Like, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, I can't stand none of y'all. And I want y'all all to go home. I want, we need to implement deportation for Americans in Atlanta. Deport their ass back to wherever state the hell they came from. That's why I get the hell out of my city. Been Deport saying that for a long time. Yes. Out of Atlanta. I think when you start doing some stuff, you need to get deported out of Atlanta, back to Miami, back to New York. Back to California, back to Chicago, back to Memphis, all y'all Louisiana. trash cities. They they back, back to Louisiana. Whoa. Yes, if you acting up, you can go. You can leave. We do not want your trash ass behavior in Atlanta. Y'all need to watch y'all kids and where they damn daddies at. They out here stealing and robbing and acting a mother freaking fool. Deport they ass out of here. Damn, yes, deport. Deport in the earth. I figured she would. Now, you know something, Diva, there you go with your random. Debo, we're going to save you and whatever insanity you might have for last. Cause Good, because I got a couple on them uh, for you, boy. I got a couple. I'm going to hop in here real fast. And I am advocating, you know, it's a lot of things that happen in the world that people just accept. But there's one thing that I'm not accepting of that needs to stop right now. All right, so everybody knows that corporate America is trash. It's, it's killing people left and right, young and old, with all their stressors mm-hmm. and all that nonsense. I'm advocating right now as we sit here to end that. If we're in a meeting or we somewhere, please, can we end that? All right, let's go around the room and everybody tell your name. And we're, oh, all my God. Let's get to it. Don't nobody want to be in this meeting. Let's get to it. I'm advocating the end of, all right, guys, so let's go around the room where you tell everybody your name and your department and how long you've been here. And what a little fun fact about you. I don't want to do that shit. I don't want to be truth and a lie. Yeah. Let's get to it right oh now. Oh, my God. Stop asking me about my weekend. I don't give a, I don't, I don't I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to bond with you, can, bro. Can, no. can we not, can we not just put our name, 
how long we've been there and a fun fact on a placard card and keep it moving and everybody can take their time reading it. All of it is insignificant to the meeting. Y'all want to come in here and talk about this process that you implement in the system. Why do you need to know my name and what department I'm in? Stand your ass up on that board up there, click the little clicky thing, get to it so we can go back to hating our lives at our desk instead of asking. Get to clicking. Yes, get to clicking. Let's go. Let's get this over with. Let's wrap Please. it up. Let's 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 so, stop asking me uh, uh, how many questions do we might got questions. Ooh. If everybody quiet for five minutes, nobody got questions. No, we hey. wait. We, we never hey. wanted to come to this meeting in the first place, so we're not about to prolong it with questions. We hate y'all. So please, I'm begging you. If you're somebody that's watching this, who's the head of a meeting, stop with the fucking icebreakers because we don't give a shit. I just if you ain't an up. HR, if you a director <laughs> or a manager level above, I don't give a fuck about what you did on your rich weekend. No. Oh, I went to Chattanooga. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I can't afford to go to Chattanooga right now, bitch. No. Nope. So why do I, I was able to I was able to scrape up enough money to get this Chinese food that I had this weekend that I'm eating for lunch today <laughs> because all my money is gone. I literally Papa John's, bitch. What you talking about? I bet, I bet, you, I bet you won't get that wrap it up button from the day she tells. So you should stick it like right there, and you should just take it to your meeting and put it on the desk. Wrap and I'm going to start up. with this. We're like, let's go around the room. And be like, I'll start. I'm Jenny. I work in HR. And, you know, I just really love it here. Like, Jenny, we don't give a shit. All right. Get to it. That's the word bet, of the week. Look, look, I bet, I bet you do when you don't have a metrics on you with, uh, oh, oh, you've been in rap for, for three minutes. Like, was there anything wrong? So, no. please. Let me go. In, and let's go around the room, okay? I'm begging. Absolutely, I I could co-sign that. And you know what? I'm gonna keep it with the in the in the corporate world, the job world, okay? Uh, indeed, y'all motherfuckers gotta do better, bitch. Because I'm in the, I'm in the process of trying to find a new gig because I'm tired of my company, right? I'm trying to find a new job, and half the jobs on Indeed are fake as fuck, though. Yes, you Indeed used to be. It's the new Craigslist for jobs, no, though. You it know used what? to be. It used to be a credible place to look for a job. And yes. now that shit is Indian, and I'm going to just be honest, Indian scammers calling you names, Thomas on their name Charlie. Your, your name ain't Charlie. Your name ain't Charlie you Suresh. I know it ain't. That brings me to a, a weird random now that you say See? that. See? Because that shit is Dude, trash, dog. Listen, this nigga Nigga trying to tell me that he job making fifty dollars an hour doing what I do, and I looked the company up, and that cut, and that shit was on a geo sites website. I said, "What the fuck?" Come on, I bro. had I had this dude call me yesterday, and he I answered the phone because I I'm sometimes I be in the mood and I'm be like y'all could get it today, so I answered the phone. He told me he from Allstate and something about car insurance and. He was like, well, I was like, I'm not interested. Like, I'm fully, I'm insured. Like, I don't need anything. Thank you. Have a nice day. Wait, wait, wait. Why don't you just listen to me? And I'm like, who are you yelling at? Click. Like, you know, how you call somebody else's phone about something they didn't ask you for? And then you got the audacity to yell at them because they don't want to listen to your little presentation. Oh, my goodness. Just wild and crazy. The, 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 the port him, too. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm about sick of them too. And my second one, just I'm gonna wrap it up real quick. Like men and women. Yes. You know, no, I'm gonna say that one for next week because we kind of already discussed this. This is my newest one. Uh, uh Mark, what's the name? Zuckerberg, <laughs> the nigga who over Facebook. What's his name? 
Zuckerberg, yeah. right? Zuckerberg. Yeah. Fuck you, dog. Okay. <laughs> fuck you and fuck threads. Okay. That fake ass Twitter with fucking community guidelines. How Twitter got community guidelines? I don't want it. Nobody want it. Nobody asked you for it. You see what I'm saying? And niggas is on there and they like, oh, let me get the thread going. It's whack as fuck. You can't even say, I want my dick sucked on fucking threads. Wait, you can't I'm talk confused. about fellatio on Do you not know what that is? on Twitter? Ha, ha, no. Did you learn that through experience? Yes. Oh, come <laughs> on. You didn't know? First day? Oh, ask Jimmy. First day on Threads. I said something crazy. And them niggas had already gave me a warning. It's like they Damn, knew I was going to be wild. Damn, Threads ain't even... Ain't even three weeks old, I think. It ain't even three weeks old. And three. already got a warning. Child week, nigga. That well, shit just launched last what's week, the, nigga. Um, uh, what's, the point, what's the point of Threads? So Threads is something you can use through your Instagram account, which is basically a Twitter, like, it's a great value Twitter. Not a great value over. Twitter. I, you know it's, what? You said it's great value Twitter. Even, it's not even worth my Google. It's not. It's. It's. It, I mean, you could get if you got an Instagram account, you'll be able to get threads because that's what they use. But it's just like Twitter, but like all whitewashed Twitter. Everything is hunky dory. There's no negativity on there. Oh, this post looks <laughs> negative, and I don't think people would like that. First off, bitch, this is Twitter. You post me Twitter, <laughs> then let me tweet. Let me do Twitter shit. You know what I'm saying? I want to scroll down and see a booty hole getting lit on Twitter. That's why Twitter is there. You know what I'm saying? I want to scroll and see a real crazy fight where this bitch is slamming this nigga head in the ground. That's the type of shit I want to see on Twitter. Facebook is supposed to be for your families and that goody-goody two-shoe shit. Twitter's supposed to be raunchy. I don't need clean Twitter. I don't need PG-13 Twitter. I don't need great value Twitter is what I'm saying. I want the good old-fashioned Twitter. So stop fucking with Twitter, Mark Zuckerberg. You don't. We don't need it. You got Instagram. You don't bought everything else in the world. Stop being so fucking greedy, bitch. And stop warning me, nigga. I didn't even do shit that bad on motherfuckers. Uh, uh, uh Bridget. These niggas done gave me a warning, and I had only had the account for like twelve minutes, nigga. Mm mm mm. That's just wow. Your reputation precedes you. But yeah, well, fuck all that. Per per usual, this random segment does not disappoint. ATL diva. Big Devo coming through with large rants as well as I did. And also one last side note to bottom line this segment. People who put read receipts on work in corporate America, fuck you. <laughs> maybe I read it. Maybe I did. You are now listening to the radio show. I'm going to go on a limb here and say I don't hate the remake of Karate Kid. It's not that bad. It's not that good either. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Well, guys, we have come to the end of this segment in this show. We had a great time. I am so happy we had Big Debo, who is probably finessing himself to be another castmate. But, you know, you know, in due time, take your time, take your time. <laughs> he can't afford me, dog. Hey, <laughs> he lets me hey. doing this for free. <laughs> hey, hey. I'm expensive. But he keeps coming back for more. That's all. It's only it's 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 because you, Diva. I, I gotta come and through oh. for my friends. That nigga is trash. She, Fuck him. What's that light skin ass nigga? She. I I appreciate you coming. 
we have talked about relationships tonight. We have talked about deporting people back to their home state because we don't like them. We mm. have talked about F corporate America. And you stuck around for all of it, which means you likes us, like us a lot. So if you want to like us some more, you can follow us on. Yeah, well, this is where 16 comes in. He's going to tell you where we go. Oh, Diva, you are a national treasure that can't remember any information for your own show. Somebody please put this woman in a museum and put her in a glass case. She is a national treasure. Uh, all right. So the first thing that we're going to do before we get to our information is talk about our guest co-host, Big Debo, my black friend podcast out there. 300 episodes out there, radiocircus.net. Debo. Big things going on for you guys, man. Like I said, a six-part, 300-episode. Can't bring that up enough. People need to be listening to y'all, man. Tell them where else they can find you, please. So um, they can listen. I mean, you can find me on threads probably if I ain't banned. Maybe. <laughs> uh, you can, I mean, you can find me on all the things at Big D Boy TL, except for Twitter. It's at underscore Big That's D Boy TL. You know, obviously, I'm, yeah. I'm even helping these niggas interview now. You know what I'm saying? Asking all the, the tough questions. You know what I'm saying? That 16 can't do because I'm a real journalist in this bitch. <laughs> well, me? 16, you know, make sure you bring plenty of tissue so you can wipe up after they finish talking all these shit. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So check out. My black friend, radiocircus.net or wherever you that. listen to podcast. Now, speaking of the radio show ATL, as Diva was mentioning before, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com. Or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. The info is right on the screen right there. And I also want to point out, because we're getting a more of an influx in that, that number isn't just for guests. We play music on the audio version of the podcast from artists all over the world. We get submissions. When I say all over the world, I mean all over the world, from Vietnam to Austria to Germany. We've gotten music submissions. So if you are an up-and-coming artist, yes, we're a hip-hop show. We play hip-hop and R&B, but we don't discriminate. We play alternative music, rock, all that stuff. So if you're an artist, hit us up. There's the information on the screen. Like I said, send us a text, an email. You know, we look forward to hearing from you. All right. So, again, um, much love to Debo for, you know, coming through, hanging out with us. Debo, it's always good to see you most days. And, you know, we hope to have, you know, the rest of the crew back with us when we're recording again. But, um, yeah, man, we Such just love the conversation. I'm just saying we just love the conversation. And, you know, we just going to keep doing this all 2023 and beyond. All right. And I got to do this for my man, Jimmy, because he's not here. Because remember, every like and subscribe gets us another like and subscribe so like and subscribe all right so anybody diva you want to try my catchphrase you want to try no, oh, you hold on. i got it because i've been practicing you ready all right oh, let me get my let me get my n16 voice you ready all right here so we please go. remember and never forget hey that's what it is. hold on please remember and never forget you're not listening to <laughs> a radio show or some radio show you listen to the radio show atl Hey, nigga, that was cool. That's yeah. oh, oh, he got it down. Yeah, he got it down now. I love it. And guess what? I didn't have to do it. There you have it. So thank y'all for listening, watching, supporting, all that good shit. We will catch y'all next time. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast with two ordinary guys that talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, 
as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com.